Hi, welcome back to the Christian Lifestyle Podcast, and this is episode 9. Thanks for joining me. If you are new here, my name is Kayana Lewis. I am a recent college grad and currently a high school math teacher, which I very much enjoy, by the way, and I love talking about Jesus. So today, let's talk about the challenges that we so often do on this podcast. Challenges are great. They push us to do more, to walk farther, and to reflect, and to turn inward and analyze ourselves. All essential things to grow. But I was at church this weekend, and last weekend, and even in my devotion time, this constant concept of focus came up it was so good and it was so relevant to what we were were doing on this podcast that I took out my uh, the notes app on my phone and I started writing all the things that touched me and I wanted to share the things I learned with you and it was so deep I don't think I'm able to cover exactly everything um in this you know like 30 minute podcast limit thing that I'm having going on so um you you're definitely gonna have to bible study on this one like yeah definitely pull out your bibles definitely write down some notes um to go back and and just read because this is this is kind of deep okay uh it's 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 definitely a lot of learning and so I just wanted to share a few things with you guys so um challenges are good reflectors, right? And good exercise and everything I said earlier. But if you don't do them, you are just as good in life. So sometimes we get caught up in doing, right? Sometimes we get caught up in meeting a goal, in achieving, in analyzing, so much so that we miss out on the real purpose of those exercises and we lose the love of why we started in the first place almost like traditions right almost like this this rigorous habit of doing something like just just almost manually without really having a heart inside of it right it's kind of what these exercises and achievements and goals could kind of be it could kind of even even it can also grow as this internal satisfaction checklist thing okay check I did that check I did that and it's it's more so like analytical and logical and and not as heartfelt you know it's not as as sincere um so we can get caught up in the transformation in 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 simply I am doing something right getting caught up in the doing doing something that will transform me and we often get stuck right there in the transforming part, in the changing part. Well, I'm just focused on growing, you know, is the quote. I'm just focused on transforming, is the quote. And 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 you're just in this thing of grow, change, transform, grow, change, transform, analyze, uh, achieve, goal, check mark. You know, it's just it's just this 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 cycle of changing. And I and I can't tell you how many times I personally religiously planned out challenges and I I mean that's that's what I do (laughs) that's that's what I do challenges I planned out exercises and because I'm a practical person 
I, I like steps and plans and checklists. And so I do that a lot with my walk with Jesus. I, I often have plans. I often have checklists and, and, and goal mics and achievement uh, milestones and, and a whole bunch of, of little things that kind of keep me on task, kind of like a job, you know. But I, I plan out steps. I exercise I plan out exercises and I do little challenges um, and I and I can get caught up so much in my plans of growth that I forget that I can't change myself. Like I literally can't change myself. I don't have the power to change the trajectory of my life. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today because I know when society says, hey, everything's in your hands. Society says, hey, all you can do is is control yourself and you can't control others. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. I agree. You know, respond over react. You know, be smart. Uh, control yourself. I, I agree. But thing is... Uh, is what I'm about to say okay so so we can't change ourselves right then and, and these exercises and challenges they're great reflectors but they can't save us they can't change us they can't move us forward in life they can't push us any more towards salvation or transformation than we already are so have have you ever struggled okay hear, hear me out hear me out hear, before <laughs> Before you, you cancel this podcast, he, hear me out, okay? Just, just just answer the question, okay? So have you ever struggled with something before? Yes or no, right? Have you ever struggled with alcohol or, or drugs or masturbation or pornography or envy or jealousy or isolating yourself all the time and you just continue to just withdraw from people and, and you try to desperately stop, Right? you wanted to do better you want to you wanted to do better like you just you just kind of like god i don't want to do this anymore that's the type of control i'm talking about when people say hey you can't control yourself i mean you can't control others all you can do is control yourself hey um change your response be all this do this this you know all this society thing that they're saying is hey, you are supposed to do this. You can change yourself. You can do this. But yet we struggle right here in this, in this spot of things that we like, right? Alcohol, drugs, masturbation, pornography, envy, jealousy, these little habits and these addictions that, that we cling to, those are our change and we, and we want to stop. So when people say, hey, control yourself, you're like, okay, but in reality, how, how's, how's your, how, how, how's overcoming masturbation going? How's, how's overcoming alcohol? You still drink? You still, you still, that's, that's what I'm talking about. But yet you desperately are trying to stop right you know you don't want to do it and so you want to do better you want to be better so you put steps right you watch videos and you go on google and type in how do you stop and you make plans and you do these little 
exercises that they have online, you know, you breathe and you do this and you write this down and no matter how hard you try, no matter how much heart and how much how much effort you put in this, no matter how much times you you do that, you just can't seem to get it. Right? So much for control over yourself, so much for trying to change yourself. So much for putting in so much to get this result out because society has told you that you can do it. That you don't need anybody but you to change you. And you say every time that you mess up, every time that you get to that point where you desperately tried and you fell and you lost and it didn't work and you got disappointed and you're over here just like man I did it again I don't understand I I don't understand what I do for what I want to do I do not do but what I hate I end up doing and if I do what I do not want to do I agree that the law is good as it is it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is a sin living in me. I, I know that nothing, go, no, that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. Those beautiful words were written by Paul in Romans seven fifteen through 18. He describes that internal warfare for uh, this internal warfare is for is is that each of us is acquainted with right we, we know this struggle that Paul is talking about I want to do right but I can't seem to do right and everything that I don't want to do I end up doing and it's like my, my my mind tells me to do this but my body pushes me over here and it's like my body always always wins and my mind is always frustrated and always losing because it's like common sense all that thinking <laughs> goes out the window when this stuff is around and when that chain and my addiction and that obsession all of that those habits when those things come and that trigger happens and my body takes over and my mind's out the window and it's all I can't control it I can't control it. That's what Paul describes. The human struggle between good and evil. So we all struggle with choosing between good and evil. I, I want to make sure that you all know that it's every human on earth. We are all struggling over right and wrong. It's this constant shameful tug of war and I say shameful because no one likes to admit it <laughs> no one likes to say hi this is what I struggle with no one does that but yet we all struggle with it I think it's kind of unfortunate anyways back to scripts and with that struggle we are continually reminded that if it was up to us in our strength we can do nothing to change. Right? All those exercises and challenges and everything can't change us. Not, 
not while we're operating in our own strength, not while it is just us trying to change us. That gets us nowhere. In the book of Revelations, we see the church of Laodicea. And Laodicea is the, is, is the last church mentioned in Revelations because it describes our current time right now. I mean, like, New York, pandemic, COVID type of gas prices rising, um, us. It's literally right now. <laughs> I tried to describe <laughs> generation. It didn't work. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's literally this time that we're in. And it's funny because, because it's the last church. So there's no more churches after this. That means this is the last period in which history is in. Like, there's no other thing that's after this period. Just, just let you guys know. Go read Revelations. And so, and, and this church of Laodicea, right? This church is rich. I mean, like, fancy, luxury, rich. They are financially stable. They have food in the fridges. They have food stocked. You know how, when you go over to people's houses and you look in the fridges, you're not trying to be nosy or anything, but you kind of just observe when they open the fridge, you see that it is packed. I mean, it is so packed that's organized because you know when you're organized you can fit more stuff in it it's just not like pushed in packed it's like organized packed that's how stocked their fridge is and their houses are always warm with plenty of fresh firewood just in case you you've been to a house in the cold like it's winter outside and you walk into the house and it's kind of cold and everyone's like yeah uh the ac doesn't really work or the hot air you know, if you, just in case, I had to put that in there. So it, the house is always warm. They have all their money for tuition, so they don't have to pay loans. You know those kids who go to college, who go to universities, who go to get their masters and PhDs, and they don't have any tuitions. You know, blessings to y'all who 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 don't have to pay their tuition because you have all your money. You could just I don't know I don't know how y'all do it. Not take out loans. But that's awesome. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> you know, they have the newest phones, the newest computers, their biggest TVs. They always have the giant, you know, like, what, 132 inch? I don't even think that's a thing. But they got the biggest TVs, and they own all those gaming systems, right? They have everything when you walk into their house. They own everything, and they lack nothing. Laodicea is independent and so self-sufficient that when their city fell to ruins in history right look up in the history books find Laodicea uh, when when their city fell into ruins they turned away help from other people they helped turn away help that's label that's materials and that's also money from other people right people say hey I'll give you uh, $100,000 and I will help you build back your house right or i'll provide you know you with employees to help you like i'll pay them you just use them to build like let us help you because they were a major trade 
right? Everyone wanted to be in Laodicea and own, like, a little story there so they could make a whole bunch of money. Like, that was the place to go. If you were trying to be rich and famous, that was the place to go. And so when their city fell into ruins, they, uh, people came, reached out to them and say, hey, you know what? You know, we love doing business with Laodicea. We love, you know, working with y'all. Let us help you. And Laodicea said no. <laughs> no. Not at all. We'll do it with ourselves. We'll do it with everything we have. And legitly, these people, this city, built their their city back, right? With their own money, with their own materials. And I find that so awesome. Um, But that's how self-sufficient they were. That's how independent they were. That's how prideful they were. They turned away help. Maybe it's not prideful necessarily, but they turned away help uh, and did it themselves. And God says in Revelations that we are just like them. I'm going to put back prideful in the description. <laughs> I, it, it's there. Um, yeah, and, and God says that we're just like them. Independent, self-sufficient, and prideful. Looking to ourselves for strength, guidance, and to change ourselves. How many times, and I'm, and I'm guilty of this too, how many times have um you felt something like maybe maybe you will you maybe you were sick or or maybe you just needed to know information like how to operate a situation right or maybe you you typed in that famous that famous question can men and women be friends or 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 maybe it was more along the lines of how do you deal with toxic people or how do you break up with people or i it's a whole bunch of people scenarios but you know maybe you just looked up stuff guidance in life and the first thing you went to was google i mean talk about guidance you know looking to ourselves for guidance i mean google <laughs> I, I do this all the time i still do it um but it's just close to so like we're looking for we're looking to ourselves for strength guidance and to change ourselves we are the ones who brush off help from from him saying from 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 god and we're saying hey no no god i i got this right i i know what i need to do right i looked on google i checked on google i asked my friends at school and i just and they said all this stuff so so i need to do what they said like i gotta listen to this i gotta do this i gotta go there and then i should be transformed then I should grow. Then I'll be closer to you, God. But God responds with a declaration saying, you are poor, blind, and naked. He says that you think you have a plan. You think that your steps will lead you in the right direction, that your walk will get you saved. But we can't do anything by ourselves. We are poor, blind and naked and we just don't know Laodicea just didn't know their condition and in verse uh, 18 the same chapter in Revelations God speaks to the Laodicean church giving them a solution to their independent yet poor self-sufficient but blind and prideful yet naked condition he says you don't have enough Let me just say that again. You don't have enough. You don't have enough to get through the winter. You don't have enough to get through the the upcoming storm. You don't have enough to get to Christmas. You don't have enough 
to get to next you. You don't have enough. But I have what you need. Man. You don't have enough. But God has what you need. And I, and I put in here that, that, you know, God has all the food stocked in his house. He has the warm house. He has the, the Christmas presents and Thanksgiving food. He has everything. He has all of it. And, and he wants you to have it too. He said, come and use my things. Come inside my house. Let me cover you with the latest fashionable clothes. Let me give you some medicine to put on your eyes. Let me give you all my riches. Just come. Just come, just come, just come. We can't operate in our own power. We can't change ourselves. No matter how hard we try, we can't walk our way to salvation. We can't walk our way to change ourselves. Well, why not, Kayana? Because salvation has nothing to do with us and everything to do with Jesus. Let me say that again. Salvation has nothing to do with us and everything to do with Jesus. It's Christmas, right? And it's snow and there's a tree up and snow is falling and the house is warm and in that house with a Christmas tree, there's a family of eight, right? Mom, dad, and kids. And everyone in the family knew that they didn't have enough money. They didn't have enough money for Christmas this year. And so on Christmas Day, they woke up, ate some breakfast, and talked. Yep. Right by the Christmas tree, they talked about what they were thankful for. Because they didn't have any presents so they were just kind of making time you know they said hey you know we don't have presents to open up we don't have that you know yay moment during Christmas but you know let's let's come together and let's be a family in this moment and let's you know let's talk so you know they talked about what they were thankful for um, they talked about what the day was for read some Bible verses right you know making the most of what they can in this moment trying to make it meaningful right and in the midst of their conversations and talking and reading the Bible verse and just trying to have some family time, um, the do- their, their doorbell rang. And the father of the household, he got up along with the rest of the seven family members and they all crowded by the door as the father opened it. And it was a man, right, with, with eight Christmas presents perfectly balancing in his arms. And you can imagine their surprise and everyone's excitement as they saw this man just standing <laughs> with presents and and so on that christmas everyone got a gift but in that story you see how those gifts had nothing to do with the family of eight and everything to do with that man who gave them presents right i'm pretty sure that man had to get the presents from the store right he had to drive all the way there find the house knock on the door hold all the presents in his hands he's the one who who spent probably 50 to 100 bucks in those presents right he spent the money he sacrificed he he's the one who drove took time out took money but it cost the family of eight nothing it didn't cost the family 
money. It didn't cost them time. It didn't cost them emotional in, in investment. It didn't cost them community so- service. It 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 didn't uh, not not <laughs> it didn't cost them community service. It didn't cost them any exercises or companionship. It didn't cost them anything. It was free. It was a free gift. And can I just say that that gift that 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 man gave to the family of eight that gift that gift represents salvation. Like that gift was the gift of salvation. It was entirely free. free. There was absolutely no way for that family to own or work for those gifts. And in the exact same way, we can't work for salvation either. No amount of Bible studies or exercises or Christian lifestyle challenges will move us any closer to salvation than we are already now but yet we struggle we continue to sin right right let's get back to the struggle idea right we continue to do bad things we want to stop right if exercises and challenges can't save us right there's no amount of work we can do to walk our way to perfection right we can't do that because we want to be perfect we want to be saved maybe we should be saved only through works no we can't we can't walk (laughs) Right? It's so if salvation is free, how do we get over these this the sin part? How do we get over these bad habits, these choices of evil things that we do? How do we stop? Have you ever done something and felt really bad afterwards? You felt guilty and rotten on the inside? Yeah, that's the Holy Spirit walking inside of you. Remember what the Holy Spirit is is the third part of the trinity right he's the third part of god and, and and it's not because the holy spirit is last it's not because the holy spirit is less than or just third in the rankings it's nothing like that is the reason why he's third is because he was the last revealed to us right it was god at the beginning jesus was foreshadowed all throughout history and after jesus only when jesus went back up to heaven only then was his holy spirit able to come and boy he was also called the comforter he said if i when i go the comforter will be there that's the only way how that was supposed to happen that shift that's the only way and that's why oh, the holy spirit is thought anyways we're getting into something else um yeah so that's the holy spirit's walking inside of you poking your heart calling you to that pre uh that phase where he pushed through the the phrase that's pushed throughout the Bible saying, repent for the kingdom of the Lord is at hand. You guys remember that, right? Literally all in the Old Testament and the New Testament throughout everywhere in the Bible. It's like always repent for the kingdom of the Lord is at hand. You guys remember that? But no, seriously, that's how you change. Like that's it right there. That's how you overcome your addictions and your sin and your pornography and your masturbation and your envy and your jealousy and your lust and all of that that's how you overcome it that's how you win you repent and all repent is is turning to god it is god who can overcome your sins jesus overcame his sins that's how that's how it happened jesus is 100 god that's how you overcome connect the dots guys overcome your sin let him do it for you and not you for yourselves and once you overcome once you overcome one you will find another 
that you have to overcome. Let me uh, just let me just let you in on a little secret. This there's a pattern in overcoming. You become an overcomer for a reason, right? You don't just overcome once. Are you hearing me? You don't just overcome once. You know, maybe you you struggle with jealousy today, right? You, you get on Instagram, you get so jealous, you start comparing your life, and it just gets you like wrapped up in this emotion. You're like, oh. Right. And, and God said, no, 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 you got to overcome that. And so you overcome it. Right. You, you, you turn to God, you repent, you, you give it to God, you invite him in, you turn to God and you pray over it and, and you overcome. All right. And now tomorrow you struggle with anger. You're like, man, I didn't know I was so angry like this whole time. I don't even know where this anger came from. And God's like, I got you, but we got to cut that out, okay? Walk with me. And you say, okay, cool. And you repent, you turn to God, you pray, and you overcome. And then you struggle with something else. Maybe that's, maybe that's lust, I don't know. But like you, you get this pattern of overcoming, and you become an overcomer. Like you become... And overcome because you overcame so many times. And once you overcome again and again, you realize that, man, God, God's not just, just it's just it's not a one-time thing. Let me just let me just let you in a, on a little secret of who you are, Hugh. Um, you, there, there's this battle going on of good and evil. It's this great controversy between who has your mind, who has your heart, who has your soul, right? And God wants you to change, yeah, but but you have there's a, there's a struggle that every human has, and there's this war against it, and all this, and 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 God says, hey, amidst all this struggle, in the midst of all this this mind grabbing and this and this war, I want you to know that you are a conqueror. That's what God calls us. He said there is a warfare going on over your heart mind and soul there is a battle and you are an overcomer you are a conqueror you are a warrior this is a battlefield guys and 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 it's not just this this life of okay once i get over this i'm straight and and i it's just it's this beautiful thing where god says hey I made you, I'm just going to just go off tangent for a second. He's like, hey, I made you to be a fighter. Like, I, like, you are a superhero, okay? You don't just fight once. You don't just get into a battle and beat the villain and call it a day. And that's the end of your superhero legacy. No, as a superhero, you fight again and again and again battle over battle and and with each battle you get stronger with each battle you learn new things about yourselves with each battle the villain gets stronger with each battle you become more famous with each battle you move more into your purpose and direction with each battle you gain experience you see where I'm going here you are a superhero you're not meant to just struggle once you're not meant to just fight one villain for your whole entire life there are more villains there are more bad guys all right you're dealing with some petty crime criminals right now there's more coming that i battle okay (laughs) like 
I it's a superhero. Like it is a legit boy. All right. So let's let's go back back to the script. Okay. So now you see the pattern, and, and you see that there's a war, and we have to overcome, and struggle is inevitable, and and we wrestle and we war against things in in our lives that will come and they'll keep coming. And in your struggle, don't run from God, but run to Him and repent. Turn to God and let God be the one who overcomes and conquers on your behalf. Don't forget that you can't do everything, all right? Uh, you can't just say, in my own strength, I will conquer. Nah, nah, nah. Because of God, we are conquerors. Let Him do it. Give, invite Him into it, okay? Overcome with Him. On, on, He'll fight for you. What's that song? he'll fight your battles right just let him do that okay um and it is this cycle of fighting battles over and over and over again that's the pattern so there's a bible verse that says seek ye first the kingdom of god and all these things will be added unto you if you want to grow more if you want to be an overcomer be a superhero those things that continue to struggle with you know as you as you continue to struggle with those things and you're trying to overcome i want i want to remind you to look at god i want you to remind you i want to remind you to turn to god and focus on god in fact that's my challenge for us in this episode stop looking at yourself stop trying to do things on your own stop punching in questions to get answers on google stop asking your friends what should i do and you know that they have no spiritual movement you know in them like they're not really serious about god and you're just like hey guys what should i do and they're just like oh yeah uh, type it on google <laughs> you know i i want you to focus on god like Stop going to Google. Google. Stop getting your wisdom and your guidance and your strength and your direction from things that are not of God. And for the next two weeks, while we're in the holiday season, I want to challenge you to focus on God. Now, there's no specifics. There's no particular exercises. No, there's no steps there's there's nothing okay i want you to take this and i want you to run with it okay i i just want you to focus on god whatever that means to you go ahead and make it happen so blessings in your challenge for the next two weeks i hope it goes great and i hope you remember at the end of it focus on god don't do it in your own strength. You are a conqueror. You are an overcomer. And let God put his strength in you, right? You, that Holy Spirit, right? Let that be the strength that you lean on, that you call to, that you invite into your life as you fight every day. All right? It, the, and, and like I said, there's so much more, guys. Um, real quick, go check out our Instagram at Christian Lifestyle Challenge. Go check out my website to find out more about me um, and my superhero analogy. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Kiana Lewis. Um, go check me out at kianalewis.com. 
Also, I encourage you to read the Bible verses and have your own Bible study on this topic. It's super amazing, super in-depth. There are so many branches on here. We talked about the Trinity. Uh, we talked about salvation, uh, which goes into justification and saved by faith, um, which goes into faith. <laughs> it was a whole bunch of stuff, guys. This is some awesome, awesome stuff. Um, so go ahead and do your own Bible study and read the verses and let me know what you learned. I want to hear all about it. And if you have any questions, do not hesitate to ask me. Um, our DMs are open. Um, yeah, I wish you guys all the best of blessings um, as you guys go throughout your two weeks. Um, and I'll see you guys for the next episode.